Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of the WCPO High School Insider Podcast, week 16, the final week of the high school football season and we are out here at Cooper High School as the Jaguars are getting prepared to play in the Class 5A state final on Saturday night against Bowling Green at the University of Kentucky's Kroger Field in Lexington. We're going to have a little bit more about this game and also Covington Catholic undefeated. They're going to take on undefeated number one ranked Boyle County team in Class 4A state final on Friday night in Lexington as well. We're going to talk about both those games here in a little bit. But as always, this WCPO High School Insider Podcast is presented by Greater Cincinnati Northern Kentucky Chick-fil-A Restaurants, where the winning play is always chicken. Well, we wrapped up the Ohio high school football season this past weekend with two state semifinalists, Anderson in Division II, while Moeller was a state semifinalist in Division I. East Central repeated as the Indiana Class 4A state champions last weekend at Lucas Oil Stadium in Indianapolis, and uh, the Trojans brought home another state championship, first time back-to-back in uh, its 50-year program history, the first time a public school in Indiana has won a back-to-back Class 4A state titles as well. The Trojans, how about this stat? Outscored their opponents 740 to 97 through those 15 weeks. And uh, certainly Coach Jake Miners deserves a lot of credit completing his fifth season uh, with another state championship on his resume as well. But now our focus is on these two Northern Kentucky teams, Cooper and Covenant Catholic. And uh, Cooper making its second state final appearance in program history and its first since 2012. Well, let me take an opportunity now to go catch up with uh, head coach Randy Borchers as he's going to talk about his Jaguars' memorable journey this season and what it's going to take to defeat Bowling Green on Saturday night. Well, Coach, obviously uh, preparing for a state championship, uh, it's got to be a fun week of practice. And uh, just first of all, before we talk about um, uh, Bowling Green and everything kind of goes into that, just uh, how proud are you of, of this season's journey and, and eight consecutive wins now heading into the state final on Saturday night? Yeah, you know, we have a very difficult um, road to get here. Um, we've had to go on the road the last three weeks and beat three really, really good football teams. Um, and our kids came came to play all three of those. The last two weeks we got down and, you know, we got the lead early and then got down and, and they battled back. So, um, you know, our kids have, have been very resilient through all this. And, um, you know, we're, we're hoping we can do the same thing Saturday night. Obviously, your defense came up huge in that Highlands game, that 17-15 victory. What did you learn the most about your guys? Uh, you talk about that resiliency, but just their character in that game. Yeah, I mean, the, the their character of just not quitting. Um, you know, we kind of had all the momentum early, and then right before halftime, you know, we got a safety, and then they, they, they went and scored and, and kind of got the momentum back. And our kids kind of, you know, came out of halftime. We got a three and out, and or they got a three and out, and, you know, um, but our kids just continue to battle through and, and continue to fight. And, and uh, you know, the last two minutes of that might have been the most wild game I've ever seen. And But they just kept fighting, and they kept making plays when we needed them to. And, and you know, we were fortunate enough to get the win. What's it been like to coach this team this year? Uh, it's been fantastic. Um, you know, the the neat thing about this is we're not, we we got very few seniors, um, but the seniors we got are great leaders, and um, you know they've they've kind of taken this team underneath their wing, and and they're kind of the heart and soul of this team. Um, but then you throw in some of the younger guys, some of the. Um, you know, Cam O'Hara's and Austin Alexander's and, and some of those younger guys that, that have learned to step up and be leaders. And, and it's just a group that they get along well together. They all know their role and they all accept their role. You could talk about so many of your stars. We can go through your roster here. But Cam, you mentioned him, mm-hmm. obviously only a sophomore, 3,100 3, yards passing, 
what has he meant just managing this offense? Well, he, he's continuing to get better. Um, you know, at times we got to sit there and, and remember he's only a sophomore. And, you know, we were fortunate enough to, to kind of take some lumps with him early last year. And, and, you know, he started as a freshman for us. But he just continues to get better. And even throughout this year, he's continued to get better. And the progress that he's made from game one to now as far as reading coverages. And, and more importantly, just knowing when to take off and run the ball and, and kind of, you know, command the offense and, and do what we need him to do to win a football game. Talk about your defense and Jack Loniker and what he's meant, maybe not only just this season, but just his entire career as well. Yeah, you know, as I kind of mentioned, he's the heart and soul of this, of this not only the defense, but the team. And you know, he's a kid that, that played fullback for us last year, played some slot receiver, and we came to him before the year started and said, man, we need you to move to the offensive line. And, and his response was, Coach, I'll do whatever I can. I just want to win. And that's kind of been his mentality all along. Um, you know, he goes out, and, he, and he's not that real vocal leader, but, man, kids follow him because he goes 100% every play. I mean, what's it like to see a guy have 156 tackles yeah. <laughs> on the year? I mean, you know, and, and the thing is, when when not only does he have tackles, but man, he punishes kids and and um, you, you know he does everything we ask him to do. He, he reads things, he controls the defense. You know, he's that leader out there. He makes sure everybody gets in the right place. So, you know, he's just so valuable to this football team on both sides of the ball. And you know, we surely wouldn't be where we are right now without him. What's your message to the team as you guys prepare for Saturday? You know, it's another game. You know, and, and that's so that sounds so cliche, but you know, we have to approach it like that. And, and I think, you know, over the last four weeks, we've kind of approached it. You know, let's just go play. Let's just let the chips fall where they fall. And we gotta we gotta do the same thing this week. Um, the biggest thing that, that I think our kids are gonna face is Bowling Green's been there before. You know, they were there last last year and and played a really good Frederick Douglass team and played them fairly close and. Um, you know, this is new for our kids, and, and no matter how much you try to make it a, a, another game and, and not make it a big deal, these kids feel it in the community, you know, the buzz around the school, the buzz around the community. You know, these kids know it's not a normal game. So our thing is just trying to keep their emotions under check, make it a normal week as much as possible, and, and let these kids just go out and play. What impresses you the most on film with Bowling Green? Their athleticism. Um, they're very athletic. They're very well coached. Um, they're never out of position, um, and, and, and you know, any time they get the ball out on the perimeter, they got four or five guys that can take the ball to the house on it, on any given play. So, you know, we're gonna have to tackle very well out on the perimeter. We're gonna have to, you know, be very sound defensively, offensively. We're gonna have to be patient. Um, they're not gonna give up a bunch of stuff over the top. So, you know, we just gotta go out, be patient, take what they give us, and, and keep the game close and try to get it, you know, have a shot at the end to win it. As much as you say it's another game, I mean, what do you tell these guys about playing on the stage? Obviously, playing in a different stadium. Yeah. Those sorts of things. You know, just have fun. Soak it all in. Um, you know, we're very. these kids are very fortunate. I'm very fortunate as a coach because uh, so many kids and so many coaches go their entire careers and never get this opportunity. And for these kids to have that opportunity and, and be able to play for five weeks, you know, throughout the playoffs and, and be able to go down to the University of Kentucky and play, um, you know, no matter how much, you know, you want them to to just go out and play, you know, you want them to be able to soak it up and, and, and really, you know, understand and, and feel the experience and, and, and have them, you know, be able to, to have the memories for a lifetime. What about for you? This is your second time. Mm -hmm. 2012 was your first time you get a 100th uh, career win this year as well. I mean, what's it been like uh, for you this year to go to state again? Uh, you know, anytime you, you coach a team like this, it's fun. Um, you know, it's a team from, from day one that's done everything we've asked them to do. Um, the expectations have been high, you know, the entire year. Um, you know, we lost a couple games early in the year. You know, we lost to, you know, Highlands, and I think a lot of people kind of wrote us off. Um, so, you know, we went from kind of the being the, the – 
expectations of having a really good season. The team just writing us off and being the underdogs. And I think these kids kind of responded well to that and, and took that underdog role and really, really ran with it. Um, but, you know, as far as me, you know, as long as you have a good group of kids and they come out and they do what you want them to do every day, it, it's fun and it's enjoyable to do it. And finally, what would a state championship mean? Not only to this program but the school and the community well, i think for any school you know it would be fantastic you know we're, we're 16 years old and, and we've been very fortunate we've played in one in football we've played one in basketball and you know the two that we have played in both football and basketball we've lost to bowling green in both of those so you know it's a little revenge for us we want to get that but you know to try to get that first state championship for for major sport within your school would be would be really cool to do Coach, really appreciate your time. All okay. the best to the Jaguars. Thank you. Um, I'm Jack Loniker. I'm a senior this year, class 24. I play middle linebacker and right guard. Obviously a great opportunity here for you and your teammates uh, before we kind of talk about Saturday and the state final, but how special has this journey been for you? Um, I mean, it's, it's extremely special. We haven't won a playoff game since 2015 or 2016, so to win our first this year and then make it all the way to state, you know, it's, it's really special. I mean, no one on the team as a player has won a playoff game so you know we're trying to make the best of this opportunity that we, that we got coach mentioned the word resilient I and mean, you have to be if you're gonna win three consecutive road games in the playoffs what's this team like um i think one thing that stands out to me is you know sometimes on defense like if the offense is having a long drive defense kind of gives up a bit a little bit but I think for us in that last game against Highlands, they started making some plays on offense, but our defense didn't give up. We were resilient and, you know, we got the stops that we needed to make to win. What's it like out here practicing? Uh, you're one of only two Northern Kentucky teams left. It's cold. It's the last week in November. How much fun are you having out here? I mean, it's cold, but it's still really fun because I think the, the um, Ex excitement of it all outweighs all the coldness and the, the soreness that everyone has. You know, we've been playing for 16 weeks now, but, you know, going to state, no one's sick of it. So, First time back as a school since 2012. What were you doing in 2012? How old were you in 2012? Um, I was 11 years ago. I was six. I don't know what I was doing. Do you remember about that game? You probably don't have any recollection of the game or anything? <laughs> okay. Uh, just how special is it? Just how much do you feel that from around the community and maybe the school as well that people are pumped up for this great opportunity? I mean, it's it's huge in the community. Just the other day when we were um, leaving to go play Southwestern, they had all of the Long Branch students out on the road cheering for us and waving for us when we were leaving the school. So I think seeing that and all of the parents and all of our fans and our fellow students at Cooper, they're just Everyone's really excited for us and proud of us, and it's it's great having that from the community. As a senior, are you trying to take this week a little slower, or do you want Saturday to happen like tomorrow? Um, you know, I want to soak it in as much as possible, but then it's also the other part of me that wants to play the game today and, you know, go out there. So, As you kind of reflect, I know you probably don't, you're in the moment here, but just how special has this Cooper program been to you in your life? I mean... You know, my brother played at Cooper uh, back in 2015, 2016, played quarterback. And, you know, Cooper football has kind of been a part of me my whole life. You know, my brother playing here and then me playing here. And, you know, I've known a lot of the coaches for a long time. And these players, I played with them in, you know, middle school and stuff. And it's, it's really special, this community that we have, you know, on the field, in the locker room, off the field. You know, my hair. Uh, 
if you talk to anyone else, they'll probably have some blonde hair too. So just the, the tightness and the commitment and, you know, the ability to kind of do silly stuff like this with each other. And it just shows how, how tight we are as a team. Explain the blonde hair. So we, um, it kind of was just, you know, if we're going to state, we're going to bleach it. So we're going. So, you know, you got to stick to your word. That's awesome. Tell me your mindset just as a linebacker. 156 tackles this year, 87 solo. You've had, obviously, a lot of sacks as well. I mean, what's your mentality every time you step on the field? Um, it's going to kind of, kind of sound stupid, but I just kind of like to hit people, you know. And that's the best best position to do it. And, um, you know, it's really at, at linebacker, and I think in defense overall, you have to be a much more physical, much more hard-nosed, and someone who really, really wants to play defense, someone who really wants to, you know, fly around, smack somebody, and celebrate after. Because if you don't want to, you know, it's no fun. And I think you, you have to really want to do it to be to be good at it. Where can be the keys against Bowling Green? Um, stopping the pass. They pass a lot. Playing sound defensively, playing sound offensively. Making the plays, that the big plays, and then also the smaller plays that we need to make to stay in front of the chains and to keep them from getting, you know, second and three, second and two to stay in front of the chains on offense, prevent the big plays on defense, and we should be all right. Coach Porcher's mentioned it's just another game. But I, I, I know that's kind of difficult probably to wrap your head around, you know, you're going to UK and all that stuff and playing, but what is the mindset in the locker room right now? I think everybody is as relaxed as they can be. Obviously, there's a lot of, you know, stress because it is the biggest game that anyone's ever played at, you know, here. And But I think everyone's taking in as much as they can and staying as calm as possible, but still being excited for this opportunity. What would a state championship mean, not only for this program, but the school and the community? I think it would mean a lot for everybody. I mean, we lost in 2012 to Bowling Green in football. Basketball went to state, I want to say it was 2015. They lost to Bowling Green. So, you know, they have a history of beating us in state and we're trying to, trying to change that narrative. Jack, all the best of luck to you and your teammates. Thank you, sir. Thank you. Thank best you. of luck to you, man. Thank you. Great too. job. Well, as Coach Borch has mentioned, this team has been resilient all season long, and that was evident certainly in that 17-15 to victory over Highlands in the state semifinal last weekend in Fort Thomas. Uh, certainly this is going to be a Bowling Green team that's going to present a lot of challenges for the Jaguars, uh, but uh, the Cooper High School football team has proven it can win on the road as three consecutive road wins, and it's going to be interesting to see, to see how they match up against this Bowling Green team on Saturday night. But uh, everything kicks off on on Friday night, as uh, Covenant Catholic is going to take on undefeated Boyle County, Covcath making its 10th state final appearance. Uh, remember, this has been a special journey there in Park Hills for Coach Eddie Eviston. Undefeated group trying to win the state championship for the first time since 2019. And they have all the offensive uh, star power. We talk about quarterback Evan Pitzer and tight end Willie Rodriguez. How about their defense? It's really been strong this season as well. They defeated Paducah Tillman 22-14 in the state semifinal last weekend as well. So uh, Covcath going to face this Boyle County team and is also undefeated. And uh, we're going to see what happens there in Class 4. A, an opportunity for two state champions out of Northern Kentucky this weekend and uh, certainly going to hope uh, for the best for Cooper and Covcath. Well, make sure you check out my story on WCPO.com right now as the OHSA and Pro Football Hall of Fame just announced a three-year contract uh, for the state football finals that's going to begin in 2024. So you have the state finals 
uh, up in Canton, at least through 2026, with two-year options on that as well. This is the first time since 2011. Unfortunately, we don't have a local Greater Cincinnati team in the OHSA Football State Final, but certainly hoping to get back up to start County next year. Make sure you check out this WCPO High School Insider podcast wherever you get your podcast. Thanks again for listening and watching us all season long, and uh, we will talk to you again sometime soon. Thanks.